Blog Talk Radio. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High-quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same, if not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door, like, but what you do? Why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle and you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Hey everyone, Proof here again. I want to let you know that you want to protect yourself against this upcoming food shortage that's about to happen. I know with all this COVID stuff that growing your own food is going to be extremely important right now. So I want to introduce you to my friends over at groundwithagarden.com and you can get yourself hooked up with a vertical garden that you can grow inside or outside of your house. So if you have a back patio or you don't have room outside, you can grow in either way. And I have a bunch of stuff growing on mine. I have pictures to share. I love this thing. This is the best garden and most successful that I've ever had for gardening for my own self. So let me give you the website again, groundwithagarden.com. That's ground with a garden dot com
Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. Well, what if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on freedomizerradio.live or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop. Second. Hello, folks, and welcome to this fine Saturday afternoon or whenever you may be listening to a replay. This is Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 legitimate nonprofit organization, and we are dedicated to promoting the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle, as well as giving tips, tricks, and, and you know, tidbits and stories about our experiences. Um, and answering questions or addressing comments that anyone may have. Um, you can find us on uh, Facebook as uh, Barefoot is Legal. We're on Instagram as Real Barefoot is Legal. Um, any of you out there that have saw my Instagram post and are tuning in, because I left it a little elusive as to why this, why this bitch is buying shoes this week. I'll explain that here in a minute. Um, we also are on uh, TikTok. Proof has put out several videos lately. Um, actually on TikTok to address certain comments and questions we have gotten, so you can go there and check those videos out. Um, we also have our own website, is barefootislegal.org, uh, where you can get different information, again, as well as the state cards and letters from different companies and just, you know, all around interact with, with other fellow barefooters. Um, I am Audrey, the host of the show. Oh, uh, here with my co-host, Miss Phoenix. Say hello, Phoenix. Hello. I hope that everyone is able to enjoy this transition from, you know, fall and winterish Blah. that we're in. Blah. Uh, definitely. I hate this weather. Same. <laughs> I'm ready for late spring, early summer. <laughs> right. And I think there's definitely a lot of us barefooters that are, are, especially if you're a nature person, even if you're not a nature person, it's just so much easier, you know, to just barefoot in the winter, uh, not shoot, yeah. in the spring and the summer. summer. Even the fall. Versus the winter. Um, and there's less, you know, risks of worrying about, you know, Right. Like crossbite, things like that. Um, well, and that brings me to my, um, I would like to explain my Facebook post. So I, or not Facebook, that's a lie. It was Instagram. I updated the Instagram with some, I want to do some uh, shout outs to small businesses. Because as many of you know, it's Small Business Saturday, which is where, you know, instead of shopping at the big corporations like you do on Black Friday, give your small businesses some love. Um, it would be, you know, great. I tried on Facebook to get some more around the country, but no one, to my knowledge, has replied to it. They still haven't. Um, anyway, so I would like to give some love to now. The first one I went to that I put up, it was Xenia Shoe and Leather. And I want to explain that because obviously I'm a barefooter and I don't do shoes, but I have intentionally made Sundays my mental health day um, to intentionally 
heal my own issues. Um, and most of that has been spent out hiking and in the woods, but it really is with the wet, it's getting a little, even too cold for me for that. Um, yes, I can, in the winter, I typically am able to go um, shoeless, but this, if you think about it, it's really from my house to the car, from the car to a building, and vice versa. So, I mean, that's it's just like a little ice bath after physical therapy type thing. But you've been doing a lot more intense hiking lately. I have. I, and I don't normally, normally I quit hiking about this time of year because it does get a little too much. But I really, really don't want to give up my intentional mental health day yeah. or make it something indoors simply because it's winter. I want to still be able to be yeah. on the trees and see how it changes in the winter. I've not really done that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my goal I had two goals when I went to the shop because on my last hike, I ran into a girl who had recommended it. She then confessed her dad's the one that owns it. So, of course, she's going to recommend it. Yeah. So I went in barefoot, of course. They didn't say a word to me, nothing. Mm -hmm. And they were amazing. Mm -hmm. There were no ill words, no, not even sideways glances, anything, you know, barefoot or in a shoe shop. What the crap, right? Yeah. They... I explained to them what I was looking for was just something as minimal as I could get to just keep the snow and whatnot off my feet, just to keep from getting frostbite and yeah. losing my toes. Which okay. is listening to your body, protecting yourself. And I said, yeah. I probably won't even put them on that often. It has to be a certain level of cold, you know, yeah. but I want to have something for just in case it gets that cold for me. Well, I think people for it, too, like, if you're not someone who's, like, a barefoot hiker, even if you're doing, like, easier trails, mm-hmm. like, I do a lot of easier trails for my body when I am able to go out and hike, but even, like, this time of year, when you're walking through that wet mud mm-hmm. and that cold, like, that is a very different type it of experience is. than I walking went, on a dry dirt path. Right, and I and, went a couple weeks ago, you know, and, and it was pretty cold. It was, like, mm-hmm. upper 40s. And I was fine, but it was starting, I, of course, danced in the mud and all mm-hmm. that, because that's what I do. Yeah. Um, but I noticed it started to even then get a little almost too cold, and I was like, crap. Mm-hmm. So here's my thing. I may or may not even end up wearing them. Yeah. But I want to be prepared for when my, if and when my body tells me, Audrey, you're pushing it too far. Yeah. You're about to lose circulation in your feet, yeah. you know. So. Well, but they were great. Yeah. They, listen, they were great. It was so funny. So I told the guy that was helping me find the shoes. He was showing me the minimalist shoes they have. Not many. Listen, the guys, several of the guys that work here have made their own minimalist shoes. Even the owner, he advocates for barefooters. That's awesome. He owns a shoe store and advocates for bare feet. That's awesome. Let that sink in a minute. And I think that so when, shows why this is a business that we should, you know, still support. Exactly, because they understand, he understands, they all understand where we're coming from, mm-hmm. what, we're, what we're looking for, what we need. He even told me, so the ones that, like, have the toe separators, he had a pair of those okay. in there. But he was telling me that since it's literally to protect, I am only going to wear them when it's cold against snow and ice, that those weren't, they would those would not be the best. And this is a more expensive shoe than what I ended up going with. Like he even talked me out of buying an expensive shoe because he knew it wouldn't be what I wanted and what I needed. Yeah. And that there, I'm like, he cares about barefooters and feet. Like he cares. And he was wearing barefoot shoes that he made himself. He made, you know, they make shoes there too. And he made them and stuff. They alter shoes, whatever. So I did get a pair. They've got the Vibram sole there by Merrill, but 
I tried them on. I walked around. I even had a pair of socks I could borrow to try them on because I forgot mine at home because I knew I was going to put something on my foot. Yeah. Um, and it was just such – it was, so when the guy that was getting me the shoes, the employee, he went back to get them, and then the owner came over to talk to me because I told him I wanted to do a shout-out for him. And, um, I, I'm, yeah, sorry. I wanted to do a shout-out for them for Small Business Saturday. Um, you're welcome. And – so I, you know, was talking to him about barefoot. And the guy comes out with the shoes, and he looked up at his employee, and he said, why are you polluting her with shoes? <laughs> He's like, what is happening here? Why are you bringing her shoes? Like, it was the, the best reaction that he could have had in the situation. And I was like, and I, because I hadn't explained to him what I was looking for yet. So anyway, that is, that, that, the name of that place is Xenia Shoe and Leather. And um, if you're in the, you know, Xenia, Yellow Springs, Dayton area, they're at 21 East Main Street in Xenia, Ohio. And the service was phenomenal, and they care about barefoot. So if you're actually going in there and you're looking for something, just like I said, he and he taught, showed me what spray I wanted. And, again, it ended up being the least expensive one. He wasn't trying to upsell me or get me to buy a whole bunch of stuff. Like, he was legitimately just trying to help me get what I came in and told him I needed. Yeah, which meant the world to me, which and so important. I, I even went in and left barefoot. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like not a single issue, and it was like such a wholesome, heartwarming experience. So I highly recommend Xenia Shoe and Leather. And then the other part after that, I went to um, a place called uh, So in Xenia, it's called Mystic Life. They're over at um, 65 South Allison Avenue in Xenia. So again, if you're in my area and Xenia, Yellow Springs, Dayton, Fairborn area. Um, they, I recommend going there. She was amazing. So I pulled up, and every time I've gone there in the last couple months, they're closed. Like, they were closed because they had a plumbing issue when I went, but it wasn't on Google, so, like, they wouldn't let her update it. Okay. And then I went out yesterday, and they were closed because I guess they closed the day after they, but they were open for, you know, small business Saturday. But she was, she was in the shop decorating for winter, and she happened – she said she had just come up front herself. She happened to be, her name's Beth. She happened to be close on the ladder and saw me. Like, I walked out and I got up to the door and I was just, like, so disappointed and sad when I realized they were close. She let me in anyway. She was, like, she was like, well, do you want to shop? Like, since I'm here, I'm like, I don't want to be a bother. She's like, no, come on in. And she was barefoot, too. And it just made my heart so happy. And we just had some good conversations. And my Southern's coming out now because I, I, I go Southern when I get excited. It's Phil Audrey. Um, <laughs> just explain to everybody. Nobody else has stepped in here. It's just my voice changes. So we had a good talk, and we got some photos. And I so that is Mystic Life over at 65 South Allison Avenue in Xenia, um, Ohio. And it's just they're friendly. They have great products. They also do things. They have yoga classes there. They do breathwork classes, um, all kinds of different, um, you know, metaphysical type learning practices. If you're interested, you yeah. can find them on Facebook at Mystic Life. Um, and they are, I just, I, if you're in the area, I highly recommend them. And then um, the last one I went to, which everybody I've said on here a million times, everybody knows, in the air's everlasting light. Um, she's always been barefoot friendly. She's, well, she's closed today, so you can go out tomorrow. She's closed Sunday, or not today. She'll, she'll open. Is she closed? open today. Google's wrong. She's open today. Um, she's somewhere, yeah, she's only is. closed Sundays and Mondays. I don't know what Google's thinking. So if you Google the place, um, she's at 5146 Brant Pike. It says Dayton, Ohio, but it's Huber Heights. 
But anyway, she has amazing products and great prices as well. I get so many of my, you know, crystals and figurines and stuff with her. Um, and then um, I don't have the address for the other one. I didn't go yesterday because I didn't have time. I ran out of time. Um, I can pull it up while I'm talking. Um, it's House of Ravenwood in Yellow Springs, Ohio. Here we go. Their actual address is 100 Quarry Street in Yellow Springs. They are, have always also always been barefoot friendly. I've got photos of – they took photos of me and Phoenix in there one day, you know, with us oh, and yeah. our bare feet, and they're just them. And then um, – oh, what's that place across the street? I'm going to say Serpent something. Serpent Tree? I don't know. Anywhere in Yellow Springs you can go. Yeah. Find, find the small little village of Yellow Springs, and they are the most barefoot friendly city you will find in yeah. my – that I have found yet. Let's put it that way, because I can't say every yeah, I'm not like everywhere. In experience, even in my experience, they, they yeah, are you go any shop, any restaurant, any store, ain't nobody gonna say nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah, I, except maybe I like your toes. Yeah. Which <laughs> I've never even gotten anything like that, thankfully. Um, which, like, to me would just be weird to hear, um, personally. But um, yeah, no. When I was in college, and I, I didn't have reliable internet access at the time, I would go. Um, and like to the Dino's, um, yeah, yeah, the, the coffee shop, yeah, shop. And I, you know, would get you know, get a coffee for a local business and also just sit there for like you know, hours and work on my college yeah. stuff. Um, you know, never had a problem with you know, with that. You know, that's why they're there and it's like you know, it's still supporting. I got no comment. Um, but yeah, no, it's just very good, barefoot friendly atmosphere and um, like and. Because of like COVID policies and stuff, you'd have to go to public restrooms. Oh, so just even walking around there, like nobody cares, nobody says anything. There's exactly. usually a lot of other barefoot people there, um, especially in the spring and the summer. Not always in like the fall or the colder times, um, but you will see some of those um, people who you know barefoot out in the colder times, colder-ish times as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in the summer and fall. Um, yeah. yeah. You'll see so many bare feet out there. It'll make your heart happy. Yeah. I did. I forget another. Oh, another small business I want to mention. It's not in my area, but I remember from when I went on my trip last summer. Okay. Um, we did the little commercial thing together, and I've pinned it to the in, um, Instagram profile. You can go see that. She's it's Kaleidoscope Inspirations, and she is such a friendly lady and has such a barefoot friendly place. Like she's barefoot at most of the time. All the like I she's barefoot when I was there, and she's almost always barefoot too. Um, she's at 602 Main Street, but it's in Canyon City, Colorado. So if you're out that way, I know of that small business. Um, I wanted to make sure I give her a shout-out, too, for Small Business Saturday, folks. Make sure you're shopping your small local businesses and go in them yeah. barefoot because any of them I've been in, the small business-wise, they don't they don't mind. Oh, there's, you know, if you're in the Fairborn area, there's coins crystals. I know a lot of them sound like they're just crystal shops, but it's not just crystal shops. I just happen to go to a lot. But they're, you know, and then um, even the Foy stores out there, uh, they, I've been barefoot in there. They're very barefoot friendly. Um, but, yeah, just shop your local businesses. And I, most of them, I would not worry about them if they're barefoot. Because nine times out of ten, if it's a small business, that in my experience, again, my experience, they are, you know. A lot more relaxed. They are a lot more understanding and um did you have one you wanted to mention too? Yes, I actually just thought of it. 
Um, but yeah, a lot of small businesses are usually a lot more understanding. I will be honest, um, there are certain places in the Xenia, Ohio area that I have gotten, like, I haven't gotten any criticism and complaint. I've de- I've definitely had some more of, like, energy, eyes on me type mm-hmm. things. But even in places like that, those small businesses, even coffee shops, even if um, there are some places that have a little bit more of on-edge type of energy, they still have never said anything to me. And right. I've gone in there multiple times, right, right. you know, more than five times. Um, and so I'm not going to give a shout-out to any of this places in particular, I'm going to oh, be honest, yeah, because yeah. it's not, you know, the same type of environment. But for those that are worried, a lot of small businesses, even if they have a weird energy, a lot of them, they just want your business. They're not going to say anything to disrupt that unless they're really just that obsessed with anti-barefooting. I don't know. Um, but there was one um, in Xenia, it's I've considered a, I go to a lot of small businesses because mm-hmm. I support small businesses in, in the, you know, Xenia, Fairborn, Yellow Springs, Dayton, um, Huber, Heights. Huber Heights area, and I have yet to be kicked out of one or attempted to of the small business variety. So those are my favorite places to go because they have what I'm looking for. I'm helping the local community, local small mm-hmm. businesses that thrive on every penny mm-hmm. they get. And they, like I said, I've yet to be asked to leave or put shoes on in any of them. And so, if, and I go to more than just crystal shops for the crystal. Well, and I think one of the really like best ways to really, you know, support our economy and support the American people is to support small businesses. Yes. Um, because the way that corporations are abusing workers and, you know, I mean, look at all the labor strikes happening across the country mm-hmm. and, and so many different industries. This is a big issue, and um, so I think this is why we really need to support small businesses and also make sure that we're supporting worker strikes, even if it's as simple as reposting something um, or liking, interacting. And I have a post on Facebook, by the way. I was asking for names of local small businesses in your areas. No one has commented. I've got some likes, but no one's commented. Um, I still, if there are comments by next Saturday, I will still – shout out next Saturday. I think every Saturday should be small business Saturday, in my opinion, not just because it's post-Thanksgiving. So if anybody out there listening wants to go on Facebook page and find that where, I, where I'd ask and, you know, make give me some ideas for in your area, whatever state you're in, I will give a shout out to them next week. For yeah. free. Like, this is free advertising for them, folks. It helps them out. Like, the, the companies I just listed, Xenia Shoe and Leather, Mystic Life and Xenia, you know, Airs Everlasting Light, Coins, um, Crystals, and Fairborn, all these places, I, they're not paying me for ads. Like, I mm-hmm. want to support, this is my contribution to support small businesses, is to get people yeah. in them. So that's and all these are I also want. places that you've had barefoot-friendly experiences. Exactly. So especially if there's a small business that you've had barefoot-friendly experiences with, this also gives, um, not only is it supporting small businesses, but it's also giving information on, hey, here are some barefoot-friendly small businesses that you can support small businesses that are also going to support you. Yeah, that are supporting barefoot. There's um, Divine, oh, what is Divine something? It's at the Fairfield Mall in Beaver Creek. So, yeah, Beaver Creek, too. But I I, you go everywhere at a mall Mm -hmm. barefoot. They're not going to, I'm not happy. I've been there so many times, and they're not ejaculate. Yeah, and there was one place um, in Xenia that I did want to bring up called Earthly Essentials. They're considered a metaphysical supply store. 
They're in Zeno, Ohio at 51 East Main Street. Um, so they are attached to a salon as well. So, because um, I know I had, because it was, there was a, um, there was a, a festival thing, like, not that far from, you know, where I live. I mean, Audrey had gone to, and, and um, one of the booths set up was um, Earthly Essentials. And, um, you know, we had interacted with them, got a good vibe. I bought some things. Um, and so then I, you know, put them on a list of one of those places I wanted to try out and go. And did me, you know? Yes, I did. Ah. And me and one of my friends were going. She got really hesitant because we had just been in um, a certain um, – coffee shop place again they never say anything but you know always eyes on me kind of weird attitude and so we had just left that place and she was already aware and then we're going up to a salon and again we were she was you know experiencing anxiety of like oh are you sure this is the right place are you sure this is going to be like the right kind of environment and which I totally understand that anxiety especially when we were just in a place that kind of had that weird attitude (laughs) already had a weird attitude towards me she was picking up on it and um but we went in there, and um, it was just, like, such a chill atmosphere. So it is, you know, there's a salon and metaphysical store, like, up front, and in the back there's, like, a salon. Um, and so it's a um, really good environment. Um, I went in there barefoot, and it was um, during a colder time of the year. I don't remember if it was early spring or if it was, like, winter or late fall last year when it was, like, a nicer day to be able to, be able to barefoot during, like, colder times. Um and we had even taken some pictures. I had wanted to post them on Barefoot Legal, and I actually totally forgot about that till now. Um, but so, um, and so I'll probably try to get some of those together in the future. In general, anyways, uh, see what all I have from different barefooting experiences over the last year that I have not shared. But, um, yeah, they were, it was a really cool environment. They were really understanding. They were like, yeah, take pictures, like, you know, and I told them that, you know, that, you know, I um, host a the radio show, Barefoot is Legal, and um, and that, you know, I work with the Barefoot is Legal organization, and they were, you know, just really like, oh, that's cool, you know, and like, yeah, feel free to, like, give us a shout out, like, we have no problem with it, and yeah. they were even like, um, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of them were like, yeah, I prefer to be barefoot when I can, too, like, you know, they may not do it as much, but there were, you know, um, one of the ladies in there was like, yeah, no, yeah, supported it, and does it herself sometimes when necessary to, like, ground, and what, one thing I thought was really interesting, too, that I've never seen another metaphysical crystal shop do, though, too, um, before you, you know, take your goodies home, she puts mm-hmm. them on a slab of selenite, yeah. and selenite is a self purifying stone but it's also one that's to you know cleanse other stones so I think it's really cool that you know while she's doing the checkout she has them all sitting there so that they can you know get that cleansing before you take them home which I think is a very mindful thing that I actually haven't seen any other crystal shops do because you have to think so many other people are touching these things also you know it's just everything has its own energy uh, Elena for you their prices are a little much. You've got to be careful that they do that, too. Okay. They have a singing bowl that they'll cleanse the small stuff with. That's so cool. It is, yeah. Like you said, it's nice to have mindful. Yeah, those mindful practices. And I think it shows, too, that, like, they're, you know, they're serious about what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And they care about the customers, even. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something that doesn't mean something to other people. For people that are into the metaphysical things, that means something. Yeah. You know? And it may not mean something to you if you're not. Um so I think any mindful practices like that is 
um, are definitely really nice. But also, yeah, barefoot friendly business. So this was Earthly Essentials at 51 East Main Street, Zeno, Ohio. So again, yeah. you know, support your local business, yeah. your local small businesses Absolutely. this Saturday. And whatever your whatever your interest is, you know, support shop local. Um, even if it's not today, every day. You should, mm-hmm. If you can get it somewhere that's local and help your local economy and small businesses, I highly recommend you shop. Shop small. Yeah. And I just, there's definitely so much going on with corporations and things like that. A lot of corporations, I think a lot of people oh, need to really whatnot, like look into. Our, our local people. Other and they're not they, helping anybody getting, else. Other than those are getting, that are getting a paycheck, obviously. But I mean, but it's still exploited. It's still exploited, underpaid labor um, in our own country, and then we ex- <laughs> take exploitation and abuse to a whole nother level with exporting labor in other countries. Um, there, political. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, but and I also, anything to me for last week's show. So but also to just being, you know, mindful of looking at where corporations, where their money is going, you know, Um, because even where our tax dollars are going, because most of it is not going to the American people or this country or our infrastructure. It's going to other countries. It's going to wars. It's going to fund things that are just really unspeakable, like that should be talked about more. But, again, we're trying to avoid getting too political as we're supposed to, um, which is hard. Um, especially as, you know, as, you know, this is barefoot is legal. Um, Already political. uh, Yeah, in its own sense. But I think it's really important for people to really start paying attention and just searching up because you can actually find a lot more information on uh, what corporations are funding certain things and where their money is going or even where our tax dollars are going. I mean, Mm -hmm. we are paying for free health care in other countries that we are not even getting. Yeah, and it's actually well, not insane. that they don't deserve it. But not that they don't so deserve do it, but it's the fact that our own government then says so we do, don't deserve so it. Do we, yeah. And and that's not me. Um, I, like I, I think everybody deserves free healthcare. Like honestly, yeah. Because you know if we're if you <laughs> we're already paying taxes, you know it's like our money should be going to building up our people and our infrastructure and building up the world even rather than tearing it down um, because there's a lot more sketchy things that our own, you know, tax dollars and um, are going to and the revenue that corporations are making that are going to. Um, So I definitely do recommend, you know, supporting small businesses in general um, for so many reasons um, to try to, again, avoid getting too political, but also just as, I think, too, there's so many issues with corporations as barefooters and wanting to, you know, make up fake policies. You know, even um, we had a caller on last time um, who some issues with discrimination, and then they tried to reach back out to him, and then when he tried to get back to them, they've completely avoided yeah, him, and they keep him. avoiding him. And they and and it was and to me it just sounds like a PR stunt type thing where it's like we're gonna pretend to care we're gonna get back to you just to act like give you a fake apology but we're not gonna actually address the issue. They have a record of when they've called and when the dudes tried to call, but unfortunately the manager was unavailable. And and it's like we lost our listener. But unfortunately, there's sorry. 
You're good. Um, I'm trying to think where my brain was going with this. Um, good question. <laughs> um, but, sorry, my it's, brain. It's just sad where the corporations are going, where they're so, they're even, the pushback that they did. Yeah, I, and just in general, I just feel like there's just so many reasons to support small businesses and, but even too, as someone who is a barefooter, I've had better experiences as a barefooter in small businesses often than, you know, big corporations. Um, And also too, you know, there's a lot of this, you know, I feel like miscommunication on policies and then there's always this corporate jargon of how they're always trying to cover their butt and after they do something when and it's just it seems more like a game it seems more like a way of preserving reputation a PR stunt more than anything um while I feel like a lot of small businesses you know really do care more about the people they are you know real people and and that's not like you know even hating on people that, you know, work for corporations, but you have to think you of the environment. Yeah, you have to have a job. But you have to think about the environment in which corporations create for these workers where they're so scared of losing their job or doing something wrong or getting in serious trouble that, you know, they're going on about how, like, oh, you can't be in here barefoot. And I think a lot of it is because they're scared to lose their job. They're scared to do, get written up. They're scared that they're going to do something wrong. They're scared of it coming back on the company and then coming back on them. Yeah. You know, there's all these reasons that unrealistic fears. Yeah, they're, they're unfounded. They're yeah. unfounded. They're they're, you know, it's it's their. There's no reason for them because mm-hmm. what they're afraid of isn't actually a thing. Yeah, and I think. Unfortunately, you know, you have, you know, people that are coming in with their own lack of information, but then you also have to think of the environment that a lot of corporations create where they do not care about their workers. They do not care about, you know, the work-life balance. There really is no work-life balance uh, in this country anymore. Geez, where my husband works is freaking ridiculous right now what they're expecting out of him. The holidays are always rough with them expecting him to work mm-hmm. so much more and not be around the family. And it's yeah, I probably not say where at this point because I don't want him to get in trouble. <laughs> but, yeah, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of people that I've ever talked to um, that work for small businesses um, or have worked for small businesses, whether they're on the clock or not, like, they're like, oh, my God, this is the best place I've ever worked. The environment is so great. Like, they talk about how, like, both they take care of us like family or, you know, you know, it's like a, it's just a, a family-like environment. You know, there's just, it's a very different world, you know, and I think we need to think about, too, of, like, the kind of culture and atmosphere that is created within these businesses um, through, you know, corporation versus a small business often. And this is going to say that all people and all small businesses are barefoot friendly and are all the kindest, greatest people by any means either, because I'm sure, you know, there's one that aren't. But at the same time, like, there's definitely a very different atmosphere. And I think that translates into how customers are treated and how customers are regarded, especially as barefooters. Mm-hmm. I think even when people have been kind of on the fence about it, like that I could tell and just kind of like observe, even at a small business, um, there you can tell that they're a lot more lax. And even when they're like, oh, I don't know if I should say something, they have less of 
this urge, it seems, to say something, and they usually don't say something, even when they're like, uh, versus a corporation, when you get those looks, you're almost immediately expected to. And I think it's because of the different atmosphere that is created for workers, it impacts the atmosphere that is created for customers yeah. and the type of open-mindedness. And when workers are more lax and not worried about losing their job or coming back on them because somebody's barefoot, they're less likely to say something ignorant. They're less likely yeah. to freak out. They're less likely to be anxious and, be worried, yeah, and be worried on about edge. Their job or something. Yeah. And I, and I think that that atmosphere does have um, a lot to do with how customers are treated as yeah. well. And I, I don't know if I'm quite making sense. Um, I think you are. So. But I think as someone who's, you know, barefoot and had these different experiences between um, small businesses and corporations, it is very much so a different atmosphere as a barefooter, personally right, right, right. speaking, from my experiences. But again, I've still been to small businesses where you can tell there's kind of like a, uh, like a tension and energy. Mm-hmm. Like, but again, they still don't say anything. Because they're just like, okay, you know, they, they, they're just, they're like, money's just as green. Yeah. Yeah. Your money's just as green. Yeah. Like they're just, mm-hmm. you know, they're just like, okay, whatever they, you know, they're here for the business. And so. Exactly. But yeah, so I don't think we meant to entirely go off on that tangent today, but it was a worthwhile one. It's something that needs to be discussed, I think, between, you know, place. it's really just about, you know, safe places that we can go as barefooters. So. You know, it's, it's an important conversation to have and about knowing where you're safe and where you're welcome. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's that's, that's our big thing is all about the safety and well-being. Like, you know, we're always saying you listen to your body and, and, um, and whatnot, how it's. Oh, so it's just, anyway, it's a good conversation. And I'm looking yeah. at the time. It's about time for us to run an ad break, actually. So we will be back so we can regroup our thoughts. And, and um, yeah, so we will be back in just a few minutes, folks. This is Barefoot Legal Radio. Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. Well, what if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on freedomizerradio.live or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop. Freaks, outsiders, weirdos, the wallflowers, oddball loser, fish out of water, speak up, talk quieter. We are different. There's no arguing. It's a fact. A patchwork of flaws, we grow and adapt. We're funky, unconventional. See life through kaleidoscope eyes. In a field full of clovers, with our four leaves, we bask in blue skies. Flaws are natural. Our imperfections, our weaknesses, our scars. There is a misfit in all of us. We just have to be brave enough to embrace who we are.
Of all the grounding studies, the one that really got our attention is called Electric Grounding Improves Vagal Tone in Preterm Infants. In the study, 26 premature babies in an NICU were connected to grounding wires. The heart rates of the grounded infants stabilized and their vagal tone, a critical measure of infant health, increased by 67% with grounding. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Peace, what's up, y'all? This is Ninja Scroll. Check out my newest album, Renewed Mind, with songs like this. Salve Coagula. Salve Coagula. Tear down and rebuild the whole system. Vibrant prophecy fulfilled. Snakes in the grass. Son of a dish. Snakes in the grass. Rally through the high pass. Traps all laid out. Avoid the bomb blast. I gotcha. I got you right where I want you. Like a roll line in the field, I stalked you. Creeped up on you, peeped on your aura. Laying in wait, ready to pounce on you. Once I get you, you'll be a goal. Can you hear me now? Hey, trust all part of the game. Ain't this thing was so long now, it's time to open up your eyes. Look at how you're living, just to follow where we're sitting. And the new norms, the new world order. Yeah, go get yours right now at officialninjascroll.webs.com. That's officialninjascroll.webs.com. Trying to show you everything, but you ain't care. Got you running scared. It's fear that is the main weapon. Peace to the people that was always prepping. I'm stepping on toes trying to wake you up. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. standards for an apple. This isn't that ugly at all. Like that's the most common first box like complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong and they taste exactly the same, if not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door like, but what you do? why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Oh, welcome back to this fine Saturday afternoon, um, or whenever you might be happening to listen. For us currently, it's Saturday at 2.14 Eastern. Um, this is Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 
nonprofit organization, and we are dedicated to promoting the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. We are here to, you know, like I said, advocate for, um, provide tips, tricks, um, confidence, tidbits on little story, you know, experiences we have had, um, just to help, you know, further encourage and explore this fascinating life of barefooting. And it really is fascinating. It's made life sometimes more complicated based, you know, when you run into, you know, stupid people. I mean, I mean what I said. Um, you know, and it, 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 you'll run into, you know, that pushback. That, and that's okay. You're, you'll run into that whether you do this or not, honestly. So it, but it's, it's just been feeling, you know, when you can feel the earth around you and the world around you and you can understand what's going on better. Um, at least I can't, speaking for me, I can understand. And from experience, I can say the same thing. It brings a level of clarity. Of, of awareness yeah. to your surroundings. Because you are being, a lot of it's because you are, yes, you are being mm-hmm. more cautious, making sure, you know, you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. You know, so it is, a lot of it is that, yes. But a lot, of, it's, it's not even a physical, you know, understanding. It's it's just, I have sugar in my purse. Guys. I think it's really a multi-dimensional experience where it's mental, it's physical, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's spiritual, energetic even when we're getting into electromagnetic fields and the science mm-hmm. of that, you know, where, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, a physical component, but it's still more energetic than our physical. I feel, body. and it just sounds weird because, you know, quote, shoes are supposed to be to quote unquote, be, keep your feet safe. I personally don't feel safe in shoes. I feel trapped, claustrophobic, mm-hmm. um, controlled almost to a degree. Yeah. I, I just, I don't feel safe. I feel safe when I'm barefoot. It's like, I know I can feel what's going on around me. I, I, I see things better. I'm more aware of what's happening. So it, it works with my, you know, my mental health, my, you know, with my ADHD and my sensory awareness. Uh, it's, my feet, it causes my feet to, you know, work the way they were meant to, and my toes to splay out and all the ligaments and tendons to move the way they're supposed to and be in place the way they're supposed to. And then it helps. Because of that, I have a steady foundation, so then it works its way up, and my knee problems are less. My hip problems are less, you know, all the way up into my spine and my neck and my shoulders simply for having a firm foundation. So it's... That's the physical part of it, you know. And then the spiritual part of it is I feel more at one with the world around me, you know, and I feel more comfortable in the world around me, and I can feel my purpose more, you know. So it's it's a multifaceted, multidimensional experience. It it is, and it it, it helps. Again, that's why it's people don't just barefoot simply because they hate shoes. And, again, if that's why you do it, cool. Yeah, you know, more power to you. Whatever your reasoning is, all I can do is talk because it's about my own experiences. Like and, yeah. So, what rule are you really breaking right. other than other people's social expectations? Exactly. And it's nor if you're not breaking any laws, right? You know. So it's like even if you all it is is I hate you. Okay, cool. And all I can do is speak to my own experiences and what I have personally researched yeah. and found, and people I have other people I have talked to 
So that's, I'm not saying it's going to be this, um, like that for everybody, because some people, it might be, like my sister, she would actually absolutely freak out barefoot. She does not do it. Even around her house, she wears shoes, you know? So it's like, we're, again, I've said it a million times, I'll say it a million more. We're not here to force anyone out of shoes any more than we want forced into shoes. We are here to explore our situation, talk about the fact that it is not legal, or I mean, it's not illegal, yeah, it is not illegal. There are no laws, no health codes against barefooting in any of the states. Driving, there's no, no law against driving barefoot. You know, it is a legal and valid practice for anyone who wishes to explore it for themselves. Yeah. And just like if you need to put shoes on, whether you're somebody that prefers to barefoot or not, if you need to do it to protect your body, for your safety, for your well-being, hey, that's okay, too. Exactly. Because that is your personal choice. Yeah, we are here for for encouraging those interested, not forcing those that aren't. And especially if, you know, if it's, it's not even a legal issue at the end of the day, whether it's or not, not you're wearing shoes. It's, it's not at all. Not. And the fact that it even is a legal issue is a preference issue, issue. Is, or that people try to make it into a legal issue is a problem because they're ignorant. And that's not and that's not a bad word. It's not like the same thing as telling someone they're an idiot. That it's not they're uneducated. They're uneducated. All ignorance means is you don't know. Mm-hmm. It just means you don't yeah. know. And there is. And that's the thing is they're ignorant mm-hmm. to the fact that it is not illegal. Yeah. There are they're no uneducated. laws. The man I talked to in the store, he had, um, when I went to go get for my hiking, uh-huh. my hiking tools, that's what we'll call them. They're hiking, winter hiking tools. They're, he had, he wasn't even, he didn't even fully understand it. He just didn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, like, even though he advocates for barefooting and he knows barefoot is bad, uh, he didn't even understand the full extent of the fact that there are no laws and I can, you can go anywhere barefoot you want. Yeah. You know, like, there's no... I mean, obviously, you don't want to go to, like, a construction site or, you know, work in a chemical lab or, yeah, you know. Yeah, but he didn't understand that, that it is illegal but like, for you to go in public like, spaces and to drive yeah. there. But. Exactly. So it's just, it was really nice being able to, like, spread awareness this weekend, too. Mm-hmm. And when I went to those shops I was talking about because it was just so many people, they didn't care that I was in there barefoot in their shops. But they didn't understand the extent of the fact that there's no laws, no health books. I don't, like, I go to the doctor. I go to the grocery store. I go to court. I go to, I've been to, I've been to the zoo. I've been to uh, amusement parks. I've been to movie theaters. Movie theaters. I've been to, you name it, I've probably been museums. I just did the museum in Cincinnati yeah, a couple weeks ago, completely barefoot. Completely the, barefoot the whole yeah. time. Um, no one said a word to me. And it was obvious. Like you, I've been. I don't hide it. I voted at the YMCA. I went. I did. I went and voted at the church that we do our our voting at. um, They had no problems with you voting there. Well, and technically, like um, the YMCA is a gray area because they are um, a private like institution. Mm. But when they're open for the polls. They're yeah. functioning as a public space. Right. So I have, I, anytime I've ever voted, like, I've always been able to vote always barefoot. barefoot. Um, I've always been barefoot. Every time, there, not every time, but some of the times there are people that have looked at me a little bit weird. Like, you can tell, like, well, like, last time there was a girl, you know, she had anxiety. 
and mm-hmm. like I could tell that like just kind of like spiked and she seemed like she could have already just been someone who has anxiety yeah and she saw me I could see her getting like really nervous anxious like she started kind of moving like she, she, knew she might she thought she might have to say something she, like almost like she was about to get up but she like it was kind of like it was weird where she's kind of moving but then like trying not to move like you know and and it looked like she was like looking at me weird like she with her eyes wide like she wanted to say something and I was you know, me, me and my mom always go together, so we're talking and walking, and I kind of stopped talking for a second, and my mom didn't realize the interaction, so I stopped talking because I noticed, and so I was, like, expecting her to say something, but we just kept walking. She didn't say anything. Right, right. Um, nobody, once I'm in the tutorial area, says anything. Is if they didn't say um, anything to me, where my, you know, where we do our voting is also, actually happens to be the same exact place where my kids, my older sons have their Boy Scout meetings, okay. and I'm always in there barefoot for that, too. Yeah. Like, always. So it would have been real funny for me if they just said I had to be, I had to wear shoes and I'd be like, um, I never wear shoes in here and I'm in here like every week. Like, literally. No. I'm in here more than you probably are. Yeah. So it was just a little, like, I was like, stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it was just, it's, people think you have to put shoes on for these places and the simple fact is you don't. Yeah. Um, it is a personal choice. Um, and you know what? And I honestly, I know people that they like to barefoot, but their anxiety gets too high and they're just not ready to barefoot in public. And I support that too. I don't want to force anybody to do anything before they're ready. That's mm-hmm. just like, that's, that's, that's just, to me, that's just not, you know, my whole be kind, help when you can, don't be a jerk. That's yeah. You have not to being kind. It's at your own pace. And yeah. if you're someone that has anxiety, that's totally so valid. We Take just it want case. exactly. We just want to give help to those who are ready and willing to accept it, and that's what we're here for. To answer questions, to you know, give information, be available. You know, you can message me through um, the Instagram. Real barefoot is legal. Um, I try to. Ch- I've been getting better trying to check it weekly. I have been getting better at it, thankfully. I know I was slacking there for a while. I'm. I'm working on it. Um, you can message any of this one on the ad, an admin team, you know, through Facebook. Um, and it's just, we are here. If you have any questions or issues or thoughts or anything, like, it's it's an active group. We are obviously, we're, we're serious about it. You know, I hear people be like, is this for real? Is this a real thing? And I'm like, and I always say, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. You know, we're not doing this just because we want to be part of some group, some movement, whatever. No. We're doing this because it needs to be done and it's for people to understand that this is okay. And it's something that it has and continues to, on some level, impact everyone who's involved in Barefoot is Legal daily life or regular life. Yeah. You know, even if we're not going outside into public daily, it's still something that experiences our life regularly. Exactly. And, um, And also, even if we're not going out into public daily, barefooting is still something that we're doing daily and it plays a vital role in our lives you know it's Um, been a huge part of just me and my growth as a human my whole life practically you know yeah and there are situations I've been in Mm -hmm. where like I'll think back and just like the thought of if I'd had shoes on I think my anxiety would have been higher and would have like not gone well god yeah now that I think about it oof I just well, I think about the times when I was wearing shoes before I realized it was yes, or times where like, I thought I had to wear overstimulation. Like, I mean, yeah, I've been basically barefoot my whole life. Oh god! But it's been probably only about a decade that it's been more serious. <laughs> but like before, I'd just be like, I would 
you know, taking shoes off in class mm-hmm. and then having to go and get them from the other class because I forgot mm-hmm. them and get the detention because I did that so much. And, yeah. you know, just different, different situations like that or, mm-hmm. you know, be at a party and that was not a, not a good girl. We're not getting into that. Um, but like, and then just, you know, having to experience that, you know, even with shoes and like how awkward it always seemed to feel. Yeah. Like and this, I'm sure too with your and ADHD. If I lose just, my and I yeah. lose my shoes and I feel like a whole new person and you feel like you and, can uh, a lot of times because it's yeah. stimulating. And when there's already issues with ADHD and autism with socializing, wearing shoes makes it so much harder because it adds this overstimulation mm-hmm. challenge. How, how would you explain us? to somebody I can't yeah. hear you because my sock is too loud. Yeah. And and there are some my people foot that is, yeah. my my foot is screaming at me to escape the shoes so I can't yeah, hear you. It's just it feels like a claustrophobic. How do you say that to somebody without feeling. sounding insane? Yeah. You know? You you don't. Especially back in no offense, but back in your day growing up. Back in my day. Well you, you are the Second person to use that term with me today. Back in my day, back in your day. I say back in my day though too. Towards <sighs> myself, when talking to like my younger sister, like whatever, you know, or like my um, partners. No, y'all just calling me old. I get it. You're okay. calling me out for being old. <laughs> but you know, you grew up in the eighties and nineties. I did. I did. There was so much different attitude right. towards girls and women having ADHD and yeah. so much more misconception. They they, they, it is amazing. I think about it now. It is amazing that my my family doctor recognized it in me when I was five. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely phenomenal that that man recognized it. Yeah. I, like, literally, if you think about it back then, like, I didn't know then, obviously, like, whatever. I remember going through all the testing and everything. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I was just playing games because they wanted to see how smart I was or something. I didn't know. <laughs> I literally thought it was, like, just, in, just like, a, like an IQ like assessment thing. Yeah, I had no idea that that's what they were doing back then. And then my mom, because she was such good friends with the doctor, they were, you know, they'd worked together for years. She talked to me and not putting on my record because they already knew, she already knew how they had treated my brother when he had been diagnosed. And she didn't want them doing that to me, trying to put you in that back to call the MRDD room. And it's really basically a closet in the school where they put the students that were mentally, you know, handicapped, uh, what is it, mental disability, what uh, what's MRDD, mentally retarded disability. I remember what it used to stand for, honestly, but it, that's, I just remember it was MRDD. But it was probably about mentally retarded development and disabled. That's what it was. Mm. Which, obviously, we're not using that term these days. That's highly yeah, inappropriate. But, again, but not that's, that's what it was called in yeah. the 80s but I and think early 90s. Bringing that up brings up a really good point. How that's of changed. How everything has changed. Changed. Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. But, um, yeah, no. So it's just amazing that that was even recognized. But, as, but which causes me to understand why. Like, so. My doctor doesn't go to school psychiatrist, and they won't do anything for the ADHD unless I've been tested as an adult. So it brings to light, like, at first I was super frustrated, like, seriously, spend five minutes with me and you'll know, you know. Yeah. It doesn't take much, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was already diagnosed. But when you think about it, I can see them being skeptical, being like, yeah. it was, what, so I was about five, so that was, would have been 1988. How is this girl really diagnosed in the late 80s? Yeah. You know what I mean? I can see why they'd be skeptical. Yeah. I, I, and I do. Unfortunately, there are people that will say anything. And 
Unfortunately, there are people yeah. that desire the medications that are needed for people with ADHD. Which I don't know, which is so funny um, because for other reasons. Because I don't get that effect because when I'm on it. Of course you don't get it because, because it, need it. I actually have ADHD. So, like, it's so funny. Like, people be like, you got ADHD. I'm like, no, I need it. But I know people, that's how they found out, was experimenting as yeah. teenagers and early adults with certain substances that are meant yeah. for ADHD. And that's how they found out they had ADHD because they had a completely different experience with their friends. Exactly. They literally started cleaning the place and literally got their whole life together in a whole night while their friends or their roommates are partying. Yeah. Well, like, see, you know, like they got their stuff well, together while their roommates are messing thing. up their own things. The you know? Typically, right. no, well, the medication typically for ADHD, it, yeah, it does help you focus better. Mm-hmm. It will. But, like, so mm-hmm. almost subtle that it's like, mm-hmm. how are you getting this, like, energy buzz when all I'm able to do is now focus on the mm-hmm. fact that remembering not I went up front at work to go to the bathroom I've gone up front to the bathroom and I go make a cup of coffee and go back to my room and I'm like I forgot to pee yeah. how do you forget that your body is telling you that you know like and it helps you focus it helps you it's a whole other like mm-hmm. people talk about how it's like not real or if if people are making it up or this that and the other and I'm like we kind of wish we were yeah. We kind of wish we were. But anyway, we are no, off the chart. Anyway, but the barefooting I wanted to help ask that. you, though, about, like, barefooting and ADHD. Yes, please. Get back to the subject. No, <laughs> like, I think what you're talking about, you know, is it's definitely valuable information mm-hmm. for sure. And I think that there are definitely a lot of ADHDers, of course, not all, who are barefooters. Mm-hmm. Like, my partner has ADHD. This <laughs> is actually really funny. Um, he's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. He has to put his shoes on in our apartment to get stuff to clean, to get stuff Yeah, 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 yeah. I am never going to do that. Exactly. No. no. Unless yeah. I'm, like, wearing socks and I'm doing dishes and I'm worried about getting my socks. But that makes oh, that I put on, like, mm-hmm. slides. And even then, I'm like, you know what I mean? I'd rather just take the sock off. But sometimes my feet are cold. It's a whole sensory. No, I you know what I mean? I know. But I'm just saying me personally. That was intentional. There are a lot of people with ADHD autism who barefoot, and when we really think about the misdiagnosis and the misunderstandings and the maltreatment without, with diagnosis, you know, during that time period, how many adults, you know, who are barefooters don't even realize they have ADHD autism and they don't understand why it helps them so much. And they just think they're spazzy people. Yeah. I've run into people and I'll be talking to them and they just think they're spastic and forgetful and goofy and there's nothing that'll, that'll never help them. And I'm looking, I'm like, I mean, all that might be true, but it's because you are literally on my train. Like, you are on the neurodivergent train, friend.
for me to be able mm-hmm. to, um, as someone who struggles with CBDSD um, and other things, to be able to go outside and touch the grass with my feet. Yeah. And sometimes I just move them back and forth in the leaves, and that sensory experience helps my ADHD and my autism. But it also helps pull me back into my body if I'm disassociating. I have anxiety. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I'm, I'm on the verge of panicking because of yeah. what I feel, or I'm overstimulated. It is a grounding therapeutic technique. Um, that's not going to say that it's going to cure you. It's mm-hmm. not a cure, it, you know, but it is a grounding technique that can be used as a coping mechanism, as a tool. Right. Um, and, and obviously not all people with ADHD and autism barefoot either. So many people have different sense of experiences. Like I brought up my partner, he has to wear shoes to be able to clean and get stuff done. I don't understand it, but I respect it. He doesn't understand me, but he respects it. And yes. it's all about like my husband, like he doesn't get it. He won't even go to the mailbox without shoes, and it's only like three steps from our door. Yeah. But <laughs> and it's going again because of sensory issues for him with his Exactly. Issues. So it's like everyone is different. We need we do need to be respectful of the different experiences. And remembering that not all information that is out there about any spectrum of neurodivergency works a hundred percent fits everybody on that spectrum. Exactly. Especially when we're looking at ADHD and autism, how. Um, from my experience of looking into those in particular, it's valid and beneficial for those who it's valid and beneficial for. Yeah, I've noticed how different those you know spectrums can be, and there's so many different people in my own life or other people information out there that may not exactly fit for me, but it's so I feel valid like for other people. Part of the testing, I feel like honestly, part of the testing, they should have asked me um, what my feelings have been about like shoes, how how something along the lines of did your parents have a hard time keeping, getting you to wear shoes or something like that? Mm-hmm. Or, because that, I mean, either way, whatever the answer, it answers, it helps answer a lot of questions as far as that goes sensory-wise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they ask me about, they ask me about clothing, and I'm like, oh, God, yeah, my shirt doesn't feel right. I won't wear it. I And I could wear a shirt 100 times, and all of a sudden I freaking hate it. I can't wear it. It feels wrong. Yeah. You know, but, like, so, they you know, they ask you about clothing, but they don't actually bring up, like, Shoes. Even though it's way more common than people think, and I would talk a lot about ADHD and autism and how it relates to barefooting, but because of being a barefooter and being autistic with ADHD and having or and ADHD, yeah, linguistics are hard sometimes. Tremendous. Um, I you know do get a lot of barefooting content that is also autistic ADHD related, mm-hmm. and so for me, like on my for you pages um, or even some people I follow. You know, I'm seeing how many other people with ADHD and autism are barefooters yeah. and need barefooting. And, and a lot of, like, the really helpful information that I find that, you know, isn't through Barefoot is Legal um, on barefooting. It's through people that are, you know, autistic advocates or ADHD advocates. Yeah. And so there is, a, you know, a huge overlap. And I do think there needs to be, like, you know, um, an inclusivity uh, within, you know, both communities. And understanding you know. that just because you see somebody out in public that's not wearing shoes doesn't mean they're lazy or they're poor or they're a rebel it means Mm -hmm. that's a it can literally just simply be it's a valid accommodation for their whatever condition they've got yeah whatever they're dealing with it's a valid treatment it's a valid you know tool yeah and i'm not going to go too much about my own experiences with like the adhd today because you know i I feel like i usually do that but i will you know throw out there since i really brought it up this show like even for my physical health like it helps with my like I was saying earlier, everything simmers down. And everything that you were experiencing in that moment, like it's talking about how, a, you know, a good foundation, how it helps your knees, your hips, up mm-hmm. into your spine, 
that was something I wanted to try and be like, oh my god, I feel that too, girl. But I'll yeah. just go try and give right. some talk. I get it. For one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was trying to keep the ADHD under control today. Um, uh, you're doing better. <laughs> I'm trying to. We like all have things. We all have things we're working yeah, on. Yeah, no, and I feel like I'm getting to a place where I'm able to manage it better. But it's definitely been a journey. Um. But, you yeah. know, that's something that I can definitely relate to. Right. Um, someone who has osteoarthritis or even well, if you have arthritis in general. I have it in my hand. It my helps knees. a lot. Um, and I just. I just highly, highly recommend barefooting for well, like even my pain doctor when I was try it out one day. You know, yeah, my pain doctor, he looked at me and he goes, "So, what happens when you wear shoes?" I was just like, "Everything hurts more and nothing works right." He goes, oh, "That's what I kind of thought." Okay, I love that. That was yeah. like he's like, "No, that's what I figured you were gonna say because he I, I must not be his only barefoot patient because he was just and like he's aware probably he is aware of the fact that barefooting is a valid treatment yeah. so I was and I told him I was like it's it's a valid treatment for my pain I've gone into mm-hmm. like the treatments he's doing now that I go mm-hmm. in every month for I go in barefoot mm-hmm. they have no problems but you know what I mean I go us again I go everywhere man I go everywhere <laughs> barefoot barefoot. <laughs> But, like, I have yeah. zero F to give when it comes to that. And I've always got my, like, I just, it helps me too much to let somebody force me into shoes. Yeah. It helps me too much. No, It real. is too beneficial to just give up on it because somebody tells me they think I should have shoes on. I was volunteering. Oh, uh-huh. We were helping the senior citizen in our neighborhood. They were or senior citizen, no, senior center. God, Audrey, the senior center in our area. Um, the Boy Scouts were helping like serve meals and stuff like that. It was like a free Thanksgiving meal to anybody. It didn't just have to be the senior citizen. It was for every, open to everybody. Okay. And uh, I went in barefoot, of course, um, and I had no problem. I was there for maybe forty-five minutes, and this gentleman, because one of the gentlemen in charge says, "You should probably, you should probably have shoes on." Now, keep in mind, I wasn't helping in the kitchen. I was going to tables where folks that, like, seem to be by themselves, like, I went just to talk to them. So they'd have somebody to talk to. You're giving them company. And so, yeah. Hey, like, company. And then my, yeah. my younger son, he was helping do the raffle tickets, but he was struggling with it. So they had me sit at the table with him for a while to make sure he was, you know, giving raffle tickets because they are raffling out pies. Um, anyway, but to the, you know, so I wasn't even in the kitchen. So it didn't really, you know, if I was in the kitchen, I could, I can see him saying that. Yeah. But he, he was like, he's like, he's probably, she's on, I was like, I don't ever wear shoes. He looked at me so confused. I was like, I don't have shoes. I don't wear yeah. shoes. I said, it's fine. <laughs> I just said, it's fine. He's like, okay. And I just walked out of the bathroom and I was doing it. I was like, it's fine. You know, like straight up, it's fine. You know, but uh, I I don't know. I think it makes me so, giggle the way I said it that time. Because that was a different way. Yeah, but, but I like, understand if you were in the kitchen. Like I said, if I was up in the kitchen serving and cooking food, I would yeah. understand if they wanted me to put, I, I would. Yeah, I would understand that. But I was like out in the dining area and then out in the lobby and then like I was going back. Mm-hmm. To get, I went to get a drink, but it was not in the kitchen. They had this one long table that had the pies and the drinks on them. My son mm-hmm. like needed a drink, so I would go get him one so that way he could keep doing the tickets. Um, but anyway, so like it just it made me giggle. I was just like, it's fine. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And like nobody else said anything else to me. Oh, I actually that's a lie. I had so many like. I love that you are barefoot and you don't care. Or I, I've had, I, I had like several people like, I just love that you're being you. I just, you know, that we're like very kind about it. And they were like yeah. even excited about it to see somebody doing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that, that, made my, that made my, that made my, 
Don't leave my little heart happy. I'm like, I was like, thank you. And I've been playing around with henna lately. My daughter's school did a culture night a couple weeks ago, and they did henna on the back of my hand. And then all of a sudden, of course, you know, ADHD sparked. I need henna. So oh, I'll show you. Yeah. I'm everywhere. It's everywhere. On my, it's all up and down my leg. <laughs> I look like a kid that got a hold of a Sharpie. <laughs> This one actually let Liam do. That was one of his so drawings. Cool. But, like, so I've just been having a lot of fun with yeah. it. But, anyway, it's all over the tops of my feet, too. I've got little mandalas I've drawn on my feet, on my knees, or whatever. And they're like, I love your henna. I'm like, thanks. I said, I've just been playing with it lately. It's not the best. I just started. And they're like, no, it looks so good. And I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, and I saw on your feet. Yeah. yeah. I said, man, it was on her legs. But, um, it's all the way up to what, that's as high as I went with my kneecap. Yeah, but, um, yeah, and for those who aren't aware, henna is, like, a, a dye thing you can put on your skin. It leaves, like, it's a, like a temporary, temporary tattoo. stain, kind of like a temporary tattoo. Um, it has cultural significances in um, India, Another, the Middle East, several, uh, Asian, you know, several Asian, Asian countries, countries, the Middle East, and certain parts of Africa and it's as just, well. And it is, it is very relaxing. I'll turn on, I've been turning on, like, my... Um, I have a playlist on my Apple Music, which is Audrey's meditation playlist. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be sitting there and like, mm-hmm. look like I'm in the zone, you know, just like relax. It's very relaxing mm-hmm. um, to do. So it's it's just another one of my, oh, where'd that boot come from? Look at that. Oh, my gosh. Look at it. Ouch. I knew I twisted my ankle a little bit when walking, but, geez, that's like all the way back to back here. Sorry, I just found no, a good, right. like, seven-inch bruise on my foot, friends. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think know. that's more from Audrey, though. That's not, that has nothing to do with, yeah, it's on the <laughs> side of my, my ankle. Like, I remember, like, sort of when I was hiking the other day, moving out of the way, and it's, like, got, like, a sharp pain in my ankle, but not quite a twist. And I didn't think anything else of it. I had to have been from that. Because I can't think of any other time I would have hurt my ankle bad yeah. enough for that. But I'm sure blue. if you were wearing shoes, that would have been a lot worse. than. Oh, no, I would have fallen. You were wearing shoes, right? Because it was very cold. So that's why you got very hurt. wet. <laughs> so that's why you got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Very cold and very, very wet, and it made it feel like my toes wanted to fall off, so I broke down, friends. I did. And then... I'm not proud of it. And then... <laughs> I know, but I forgot about it because I just don't do it. Yeah. Well, okay, I, I'm getting no, really loud, too. You're so, good, so. you're good. I, um, yeah. No. And that's uh, probably, honestly, like, and why you end up hurting yourself. With, no, you know, legitimately. You have as much control with your ankles. And, I mean, it's, like, there is so much added balance, um, mm-hmm. um, range of mobility. It was, um, the other, it was, you know, when it was? It was Thanksgiving morning. I wanted to get a hike in before we actually did our family stuff. And it was, but it was super early, so it was cold. Yeah. It was stupid oh, cold. It was cold. It was literally like thirty three degrees and wet. So okay. a degree above freezing. Yeah. yeah. And wet. Yeah. And I think one thing we have to remember too, you know, we are I didn't want to do it. I sat in the car for like freezing. ten minutes. After I put them on, I sat mm-hmm. for like ten minutes like I don't want I don't want it. And I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. like it as much. It was not it was not a fulfilling hike. I I don't, I don't like cold. it. No, it was too blocked because my feet were covered. Oh, I was the too, I couldn't feel. I couldn't feel everything. I was. Set. I hated it. You couldn't just feel that. Energy. I had to keep stopping like every three minutes just like to feel a tree. Yeah. I'm sitting there. People walk by when I'm rubbing trees. Like, what the heck is this weirdo doing? I'm like, you don't understand. 
No, and no, I understand that. And I think one thing you didn't I didn't like it. There were a few times I stopped and like touch, touch the actual dirt with my hands. Like I was yeah, like, no, I cutting the earth. Like I just I couldn't. Well, and that's why even for me, if like if I have to wear shoes, I, if it's not wet enough, or yeah, like, forget the bad. If stuff. the grass isn't like wet, like all um you know sit in the grass because I can mm-hmm. still connect with the earth. And even if I am barefoot, you know, it's still. Um, for me, with all the different things in my lower back, my back, and um, my hips and whatnot, and um, it just that's seems so much more, you know, beneficial for me too to just like sit down and feel it more in my body. Sometimes I'll lay down in the grass if I can, just to feel it in my body. I feel like my head is clearer when I can just lay in the grass. Yeah, um, and I can just kind of feel the tension and everything just releasing all the areas of my body so like when I do have to wear shoes for you know personal safety reasons just take a picture um, I end up um just having to find other ways of touching and connecting with nature yeah. and to really just feel any of the same effect um, oh that makes me sad about the splinter about my list of yeah. tools I bought yeah it's very expensive tools and that's what we're going to start calling uh, hiking shoes. Ah, <laughs> oh, tools. Dirty oh, work. I'm sorry. Dirty work. But I wanted to give context. You're going to get banned. I know, right? Um, <laughs> well, okay. Just pay attention. Yeah, let's do it. Let me give another quick shout-out then, please, for those that may not have heard before. We're doing a uh, shout-out. Sorry. You're sorry. interrupt you. Um, you're good. I don't even remember what I was saying. I'm though. sorry. I had a thought. And you're I good. It. My brain already switched tabs, so you're good. Go with that it. That tab, frozen closed tab. Small business shout Thank out. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So, small business shout out. We were doing earlier. Um, I went, and the, for those of you that weren't listening, I did go into a shoe store. And I, yes, I did give props to a shoe store on Instagram. That wasn't a hack. Um, but <laughs> here's the thing I was looking for tools for, um, I don't want to give up my, I, I have intentionally set aside Sundays as my mental health slash hiking day to get my mind right from the week I just finished and get it ready for the week I'm about to start. Yeah. And the most of that has been out in nature, um, but it is starting to get really cold, and I'll be out in it more, and then I even want to keep it going even when it's snowing. Yeah, so I just go by to protect yourself. I, I do, and I'm not happy about it. But I had I went to this Xenia Shoe and Leather. They love, they had no problem with me being barefoot in there. When uh, the owner saw the guy bringing shoes out after I'd asked and told him what I was looking for, he's like, he said, why are you polluting her with shoes? What are you doing? And I'm sure but it was, yeah, no, he did. He, he, yeah, I wasn't angry. But, like, it was it was funny. And I was like, no, because I, I hadn't told him what I was there. You know, the other main reason I was there for was not just to get, see how they treated me for small business shout-out, but for I needed tools for my feet for when it's snowing um, so I can still keep hiking even in the snow. Like, I'm not going to put them on unless I absolutely have to. Yeah. Um, they'll probably be in my pack until, like, I have to break down. I still want to experience it all barefoot, even in the snow. I want to experience yeah. it. But I also know the way I hike and the amount of time I hike for. Like, I will hike all day. I'll, I'm up to eight miles a day. Well, and to interject for a moment, like you were talking about on previous shows with as someone who has, you know, experienced menopause, your feet mm-hmm. and are changing. Mm-hmm. Every, oh, it's great. And, I like, like I it. it's important for us to bring that up so that other people that are, you know, in perimenopause, going through menopause or postmenopausal, understand that, like, your feet, the skin does change. And or even men that are aging that are, like, going well, through, yeah. you know, it's not you don't have a legit, you know, like, menopause that you do. Your body changes, too, as you age. It's just natural life. So we're not just trying to, you know, it's just women here, just for the record. Yeah. Um, but 
me being in menopause is kind of high on our list of complaints. Yeah, and <laughs> postmenopausal forty is something that people um, in society <laughs> we don't talk enough about. You know, and people when you hear menopause, they're like, oh, uh, no, uh, she's turning into a witch. No, like a crown. You know, be like or, I was already with him. Yeah, people I, get grossed out by it. I am like, going oh, to be a crown to yourself, but. Other I've left the maiden stage to yeah. the mother stage, and yeah. now I'm a crone. But they okay? mean it in an insulting way. Well, like, they can mean it however they want. Yeah. I'm going to take it as a compliment. <laughs> Anywho, but, but yeah, what so. What I'm trying to say is, is, like, this is something that's not talked or addressed enough. And, you know, women who are therapists that are going through these things, you know, should be aware of how their bodies are changing. Like you said, your feet are a lot more sensitive. Um, when you did get a cut, you didn't mm-hmm. experience a minor infection that you yeah. experienced before. And like it that. took weeks. For, it was on the top of my foot, and it took weeks. It finally, and that's it finally healed. It took weeks, and I'm like, what the crap? That's something that normally would have taken maybe two, three days to be gone. Yeah, it took weeks because of you know, your body changing, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. So any other, um, you know, barefooters are going to say similar experiences aging, whether it's right. cause or even, um, you know, men who are just aging in general, you know, don't have any shame in that. Um, take care of yourself. Do what you have to do for your body. And I think it's important to be aware of that and how the skin changes. And um, so I'm sure that has added a lot more concern and issue with uh, being able to, you know, barefoot in um, as intense temperatures and conditions that you, you used to be able to. Exactly. No, it does. So it's just like, I only went and bought the tools, so I went in, I said, I want the most minimalist thing that will protect me against snow when it gets to that point. And they were completely understanding. The the people that own the store, the dude that owns the store makes his own barefoot shoes. A couple of his employees do. They they are a shoe store that advocates for bare feet, okay? Like, if you need, if you are in this area and you need them for protection for whatever your reasoning may be, Xenia Shoe and Leather in Xenia, Ohio. Absolutely, I swear by them. They're at um, John East Main Street. What's the number? 21 East Main Street. Phenomenal service. Um, also, um, I went to Mystic Life, which they have a yoga studio. They have a salon. They have um, a little shop with, like, crystals and, like, local artist products. Like, it's all local artist stuff, local local. Um, craft makers and things. I got a little notebook there, that inspirational notebook. That one, it, it'll be great for when, because I love journaling, but sometimes I don't know what I want to write. It has little prompts at the top of some of the pages to help you, you know, get your brain where you need to write. So so that was Mystic Life at, I believe it's 35. No, sorry, that is wrong. It's 65 South Allison Avenue here in Xenia. Um, and then also um, Air's Everlasting Life at... Um, 5146 Brant Pike. It says it says Dayton, Ohio, if you Google it, but it is Huber Heights, so don't get confused. Um, if you end up in Huber Heights and you're like, oh, this isn't where she said to go. Yes, I did. Um, and then if you're in anywhere in Yellow Springs area, Yellow Springs, Ohio, is a perfect town to barefoot in. All the small businesses there are barefoot friendly. Um, if you are in the Colorado area, the only other one I have that's, like, not my area, um, if you're in Colorado near Canyon City at 602 Main Street, Canyon City, Colorado, um, is Kaleidoscope Inspiration. Um, I went to her shop last year um, when I uh, was on vacation with the family, and I actually got to meet Proof in person. My niece was getting married, you know, in Colorado Springs. And 
I got to meet the founder of Barefoot is Legal, which is pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty cool. Um, anyway, I went to her shop, too, while I was out there, and we set up. We made a little commercial. It's on um, Instagram. You can find it. At Real Barefoot is Legal. At Real Barefoot is Legal um, on Instagram. And I've pinned it so you can find her easier. Uh, she's an amazing person, you know, just she she's just she's such a loving, love lively person and I loved it so much being there. And you said that she's someone who also barefoots. She also barefoots and we did a little commercial where it advocated or, or advertised for her store and advocated for barefoot is legal, so it was really cool. Um and then just like look around your area for other local small shops and just go in and barefoot. Nine times out of ten, they're not gonna say a word. Yeah. Most of the time in my experience, even if they have an energy about it or a look mm-hmm. or whatever they're not going to say anything. Yeah, you might be they able to tell they don't like it. They no. might, you might be able to tell they're not a fan of it. But they typically are like, I need your money. So they're not yeah. going to say anything about it um, most of the time. So this kid needs to quit asking me for games. Sorry. My, my, I see how he's blowing up your phone. He just got time. his phone yesterday. He <laughs> just finally got a phone yesterday, 11 years old. He's been waiting. But he's finally proved he's mature enough. Um, oh, anyway, sorry, distractions. Woo, look at squirrel. Name Um, anyway, so yeah, just look around for your own local small businesses and just shop small, support small businesses. Um, it's Small Business Saturday, so when you're out doing your Christmas shopping, just think about those that are, you know, again, smaller stores that aren't getting the big influx that could really use it to stay around because you want to see. I, I personally want to see, you know, all of them still there next year. Yeah. So I actually get most of my things from smaller businesses. Um, sometimes Amazon, not going to lie, that's the big deal. But, like, typically I like to go to the smaller businesses when I'm looking for things to people because it's just I feel better about myself when I do that. I'm like, not, that's not to say I never shop Walmart and I never shop Kroger and I never shop Target. Like I, but I prefer small businesses, so that's what I typically do. Yeah. We were down to four minutes left of this show, yeah. But, you know, one thing I didn't want to bring up was just be mindful of the temperature this time of year, especially depending on where you're at. Like, you're in the Midwest. Mid- what am I trying to say? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Midwest? <laughs> I don't know. Here in the Midwest, um, we do get um, snow. snow. We get some nasty get rain and freezing. You're going to get a lot of people so. saying, aren't your feet cold? Oh, yeah, I've already gotten those. Oh, my God, I'm like, uh, not really. The rest of my body's frozen, but my feet are even, fine. Even until, like, May, I was getting those. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. And I was like, no, I'm not. It you're actually, not and then I would just start going on about Thanks. how it helped. Right. Even if I didn't mention barefoot is legal, I'd be like, I would just or be like, like, oh, there's no laws or health codes, and it helps say, me. Thank you for your concern, but I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm not too poor for shoes. Yeah. I'm just choosing to not wear them. Yeah. Well, a lot of times it would happen while I'm waiting in line at a place and another customer would say something, especially at a, a gas station. Yeah. And so if I'm already waiting in line, I would just take it as an opportunity to, like, advocate when yeah, I have yeah. more energy. Absolutely. But even you can just say, no, I'm not, and that can be right. the end of the conversation. But for me, I would just yeah, take it as an opportunity boy. when I had the bandwidth, too, to just be, like, to go on about it. I'll be annoying, you know. If you're gonna bring, if you're gonna bring attention to my bare feet, I'm gonna make an advocacy episode out yeah, of it. I guess, so you know, like even if it's only five minutes, here we are. And I looked at him before and be like, "Aren't your feet hot?" <laughs> he'll be like, "What?" I'm just curious. You're worried about the temperature of my feet. I'm worried about yours. Yeah, but in general, though, you know, just 
pay attention um, to the temperature. I know it's my first to barefoot. There are times where at first I'll leave house not thinking about it and or going somewhere, and then when it gets late, the sun sets, it gets super cold, or if I'm there for a while, you know. Or just somewhere, like, I know, like, uh, talk about out in Las Vegas and, and those areas, like, not really now. Yeah, and oh, so cool. just pay attention as it's getting colder, you know, to the temperature. Pay attention to your body. Do what is best for you. Yeah. Um, and who cares about other people's opinions? You're not breaking any laws. You're not breaking any health codes. Do your best. Just be kind. Help when you can. And don't be a jerk. Exactly. You People know, barefoot lifestyle and remember that, you know, barefoot legal is here for support um, and um, encouragement. Um, and you guys back next week or, um, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I'm trying to, okay, here we go. I'll play the answer.